Hello Super Johnny, hello Super Trevor, it's me, Mario, woohoo, mamma mia, you guys, you're number one, woohoo, see you in my games, aha. Trevor, I'm hungry. When are those going to be done? Johnny, you got to be patient. Hot pockets take a full two minutes on high power in the microwave. Oh my gosh, I'm ready for my hot pocket now. Mm, <sighs> that delicious golden flaky crust and trademarked hot juicy center. I can't wait. I just cannot wait. I mean, since I woke up this morning, I was thinking, hot pocket, hot pocket, hot pocket, hot pocket. Hot pocket, yeah. I can't yeah, finish that sentence, but... Yeah, because it's trademarked. Right. They're not sponsoring us yet. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I hear the microwave, Trevor. Oh, it's done. Yep, let's go get our tasty treats. Here we go. All right. A couple hot pockets for you, a pile for me. Thank you. Why did you get a pile and only got a couple? I, I can only fit like eight in the microwave, so that's why. Uh, okay, fair enough. Well. Uh, here we go. I want to... Oh, I can't wait for this. I'm going to savor this But Here we go. Ow. What the... This pepperoni's really hard. Is it? Ugh. That's, whoa. Trevor, uh, did you look inside your pocket? Uh, your hot pocket? Uh, oh, what is that? There's monsters in my hot pocket. There's a monster in my hot pocket. Oh my gosh, fellas, quit eating us. What are you doing to us? Hey, Frankie, these guys are a couple of bloodsuckers. Oh, no. Who are you guys? Yeah, what is this? I was just wanting to eat a hot pocket. I know. Now there's monsters in our hot pockets. This is our home, you idiots. <laughs> I'm Frankenstein. Do I sound like this normally? <laughs> yes, that's my buddy Frankenstein, and I'm Dracula. Blah blah. This is where we live, you morons. Uh, I don't know, guys. I mean, this is. I bought this hot pocket at the grocery store. I don't. I think you made a mistake. And how are you... Okay, well, let's just say for the sake of argument that these are your homes, these Hot Pockets. So you live through the freezing process and then through the microwaving process? Yes, it's our uh, uh, yearly routine. That's right, but we can't have any children. It's destroyed that aspect of our lives, but we deal with it from day to day. Now, please quit eating my house. Oh, you know what, guys? I mean, you're kind of costing us a delicious, crispy, golden meal right now. That's right. Um, filled with uh, artificial cheese and delicious, almost real pepperonis. It's a balanced part of anyone's complete meal or breakfast. Right, but I think maybe we can just break even here by... Letting you live in our hot pockets. Yes. But you have to do something for us. What's that? Yes, what kind of deal do you want? <laughs> Trevor, I think I know where you're going with this. Uh, mm -hmm. Mr. Frankenstein, Mr. Dracula. <laughs> um, here's what we propose. You live in our hot pockets, and mm -hmm. in exchange, you both do a little bit of advertising for us. You see, Trevor mm -hmm. and I run a very... <laughs> I do mean super duper, relatively unknown podcast. It's a lucrative business. That's right. We make literally tens of dollars doing this. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's it's pretty good stuff here. So, if you guys would agree to that, oh, yes, I guess we have no choice. I don't want to lose my home. Uh, uh, uh. 
What's the name of this podcast? Well, we'll tell you. It's Retro Blist. Oh, that was horrible. Well, that just happened. I guess this is why, once you tell me that you think I should be a Frankenstein or a monster, <laughs> I should practice it before we start recording. I never ever practice mine. I just so, jump in. That's what it was. Uh, so that was the concept we had. We were thinking, how can we do a thing with monster in my pocket? And you, and I dare say, geniusly said, what about a monster in my hot pocket? <laughs> I think my exact words were, are Hot Pockets like global things? Well, people in Australia know what we're talking about. We hope so. Because yep. uh, if not, then, hey, Google Hot Pockets. Yep. So, so I think we gave a great advertisement for them at the same time. And I would play that game. <laughs> Monster in my Hot Pocket. Yeah, I would too. Yep. So welcome to another episode of Retro Bliss coming to you live from the Shire. I am one of your hosts, the Spooky and the Scary Johnny Townsend. And with me, as always, is... The relatively normal Trevor Franklin. Oops. This okay. is my normal voice. Oh, that's kind of lackluster after everything I, I did. between words. Yes. Okay. Uh, thanks for joining us. Mm-hmm. We are delighted. Oh, we should use some Halloween words or scary words. We are frightfully happy. There we go. I like that. Yeah. Trevor, before we jump in to the next game in our uh, Retro Scare Month. You finally got the name right. I did, I? Yeah. Have I been getting it wrong? Probably. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Trevor, let's go over a little uh, homework first. Is that what I should call it? Probably not. No, because we're going to keep it quick and simple. Yep. All right. How simple and how quick? We have a Patreon account. Go to Patreon. Uh Search for Retro Bliss. That's right. If you feel like donating, awesome. If you don't, we still love you. That's all I'm going to say about it. Yeah. We love you just slightly less than those who give us money. But those who give us money are getting an awesome shout out later. So, you know, That's right. <laughs> which is worth zero dollars. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Though they're paying us money to do it. But here in a couple weeks, <laughs> our, uh, we have four patrons right now. And it looks like one of them is going to get to pick the game we cover next month. One Uh-oh. of the games we cover next month. That's so. right. That's right. So stay tuned. Yeah. That could be you. It could be you. Uh, Mr. Uh, uh, Fred uh, Flintstone and... Bedrock. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so yeah, also head over to Facebook uh-huh. and like Retro Blist. That's a good idea. Where else can I go? Uh, Instagram. And do what and there? follow Retro Blist. And where else can I go? You can go to Twitter if you want to see what I post there. Yeah. Which is not With much. With all the other two or three people who do. Yeah. Including myself. But no, seriously, if you go to Instagram or Facebook, I, I would say go to Facebook if you have Facebook. I kind of hate Facebook, so I understand if you don't. Which is, makes me hypocrite. But the, if you want to interact with us, the only reason I like Facebook is because we get to interact with our fans on there. That's right. And I go to other podcasts and interact with them on there. That's why I like Facebook. So if you like that kind of thing, like interacting with groups of people who share common interests. That's really just total fun. Yeah. There's no, uh, we, we will not allow, I'm going to say this, we will not allow any negativity in there. It'll always be fun, funness. And that's what right. it's been so far. And we're very grateful for that. We want a place that people can kind of escape, because uh, yes. we kind of need a lot of that in our times now. <laughs> and uh, speaking of negativity, uh-huh. go over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review. That's right. And you can say all the negative things you want to about us. As long as there's five stars, I don't give a flip and flop. 
Yep, and we don't have any new ones. We haven't for a few weeks, so. That's right. So, uh. Do it. Please help me not be sad. Yep. It's a terrible, horrible month of October. Trevor, tell the ladies and the gents, the ghouls and the ghosts, what game. I'm doing more of it this time because I did none in the last yeah, episode. Yeah, making up for it. Yeah. What game did we play? We played Monster in My Pocket for the Nintendo Entertainment System. Released in 1992 by Konami. Ooh, I've heard of them. Yes, indeed. I've also heard of Monster in My Pocket. Trevor. Yes. Monster in My Pocket. When I say those words, what's your first thought besides Hot Pockets? Honestly, it's this game for okay. me personally. Okay. Um, yeah. All right. We'll get to that here in a yep. second. My <laughs> first thought was the monsters, the toy line, the Monsters in My Pocket toy line, uh-huh. which I really loved, but I don't think I ever had any of them, like to these? be honest. Yes, like these that Trevor just pulled out on the table. Uh, they're really cool little miniature monsters that can fit in your pocket, literally. Uh, like, here's one that's a creepy little blue dragon. Uh, this one's like a, a like a, some kind of troll with a giant This one's axe. like a corn cob man. There's a corn cob man. Here's like a, a guy made out of uh, goo. So there's all kinds we of... We know weird... all the official names. Yeah, here's goo made of man. golem looking thing. Here, this one looks like it's, I guess, Hulk Hogan? <laughs> oh, here's a, a screaming angel. No, what are they called? Oh... My wife's going to kill me. What are they called from Doctor Who? And you don't even watch it. Why would you know? That's right. It's not Screaming Angels. It's Screaming Silent Angels. The Angels of Doom. The Superbad the, They're statues, and when they look at you... You turn to dust? You don't want to look at them. Okay. Right. No, you don't want to blink. Wow, I'm losing all my street cred. Yeah. You don't want to blink. <laughs> oh, your Doctor Who Weeping Angels. Cred. There we go. Oh, don't be so sad. So here's a Weeping Angel. There we go. Yep. So that's the toys. Yeah, uh, they're, they're actually are, they're still pretty cool. You ask me, they're little rubber toys, which is awesome because you can't destroy rubber. You can throw them across the room and they're fine. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> and so I never had any of these as a kid, but uh, because I'm an I was gonna say idiot, but I'm too hard on myself. Yeah, you are. Because I remember how much fun we have with this game. I mean, yeah, you are. You I did. thought. <laughs> <laughs> I remember how much fun we have with this game. I'm like, I want to see if that you can still get the toys. Yeah, and uh, most of them were really expensive, but I got lucky and got a little lot of them for not a lot of money. Um, I want to see corn cob man. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's like a corn cob. I think it's supposed to be a fish. It looks like a fish now. That yeah. I look at them, but yeah. So yeah, the, they're cool toys. Uh, I know you're probably asking me my history, but just real quick, they actually started out apparently as trading cards. Yes. In '89. Yes. And then became comic books, and then there was this game, and then there was a cartoon special. I don't think it was even a series, was it? I actually looked into this. It was supposed to be a series. Oh. Only six were supposedly produced, but only one ever aired. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's why I didn't remember the cartoon. It didn't yeah. hardly even existed. The one that I had playing on my phone earlier today wow. was the only one that I think ever actually aired. I think it's safe to say that they're most known for the toys. Oh, yeah. The little sure. rubber figures. Yeah. There's tons of them. There's like um, there's like five or six different series like, of these. Like the Lego minifigures have like, they're on like 13 series now. Yeah. There's like five or six series of these things. There's a bunch of them. They're really yeah. cool. Uh, just Google search them. You'll find all kinds yeah. of pictures of them. Uh, but, Trevor, for me and you both, our biggest memory of Monsters in My Pocket would be this game. Yeah. This is one of those games that we would, whenever I would come over, we would sit in your living room floor, because mm-hmm. this was a two-player co-op game, yeah. and we would play the living tar out of this. Yep. And I loved this game growing up, so I was very excited to play this game again. Yeah, this is... <laughs> This is one of those games that it doesn't pop to memory as quickly as, uh, you know, the obvious ones. Yeah. But as soon as we talked about it, it's like, oh, man, we love that game so much. Yeah. Such great. 
And we're not spoiling anything because you know how nostalgia can be a blinding factor. It's nostalgia. And we review games, how they hold up today. That's right. But my memories of this game were also just fantastic. Just uh, either me and my brother or me and you or all three of us sitting on the floor. Because it is a two-player co-op game, it just got played a lot. Oh, yeah. Um, It's just one of those games that, I don't know, like, certain games bring certain things to memory for me. When I think of this game, I think I think of, like, Chris Fall Air and Christmas. And I don't know if that's when we always played it. But it just seems like a good fall game, you know? It does. Like, cool It, it definitely fits the... the the Halloween yes. theme, I think, for sure. So, Trevor, let's find out how does this game hold up today. All right. Because that's what we do here at Retro Bliss. That and promote sadness? Yeah. <laughs> okay. We promote joy. We are sadness. That's a good way to put it. I like yeah. that. I'm putting that on our t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> we promote joy, but we are sadness. Trevor, first, how does this game look? Graphically, when we plug this game in and it came across your television screen, what were your first thoughts? Uh, it's a good looking NES game. Really good looking. The the title screen. What you got cooking? Good looking. Good looking. Yes. The Hot title pockets? screen. <laughs> the the monsters like uh, their faces are there on the character select screen. Yeah. It just all looks good. It is a '92 Konami game, so you could probably have guessed it's going to look pretty good. And the Konami thing is going to come back a lot for this mm-hmm. game. This should we talk about that now? It's kind of part of the presentation, I think. Uh, we were going to mention the music thing, but that wouldn't be it. What else are you talking about? That's part about? of it, too. Just, I think we should go ahead and just discuss that. This game also reminds you of oh, yeah, other yeah. Konami games. Just from the whole presentation, from yeah. how the game looks, from how the game sounds, mm-hmm. uh, how the game plays. Mm-hmm. It just screams out other, it shouts out to other games to me, like the Ninja Turtles, yeah. uh, Ninja Turtles 3 specifically, and Chip and Dale games, both of those. Which, to me, those are two amazing games, so you, if you're going to do it, do it that way. Graphically, if you want to know like about the caliber of these graphics... Did I say graphics? Anyways, I would, graphics? I would say Chippendale Rescue Rangers is a really good comparison. Yeah. Because you're miniature, and you're going through like normal-sized environments, but they look huge to you. Yeah. So I think Chippendale Rescue Rangers is the best comparison graphically. I think so, and that's a good-looking game, too. Yeah. So I would agree with you. This game yeah. looks pretty dang awesome. I'll definitely say it looks better than it needed to for a game based on a toy. Yeah. And I will also say this this does have the NES flicker in it. Yeah. It does happen quite a bit. It's very noticeable, but it's not to the point of where it detracted me from liking the game. When I tried the game single player just for a little bit, I noticed quite a bit of flicker and some slowdown. And I was worried that once you came over and we tried the two player, that it was going to be bad. Yeah. But it wasn't. I don't think the two player was any slower. I feel like it played pretty much the same. I feel like this game was optimized to be two-player. Like, that was a goal from the start. Yeah. So, yeah, graphically, I don't... I mean, it's 92 Konami. We love to compare everything, it seems like, to Turtles 3, the Manhattan Project. Which may or may not be coming to this show soon. (laughs) Oh, man. So excited. Um, For what may or may not happen. Uh, (laughs) At least in my memory, that game is still, for sure, better looking than this one. But this one is like... I would say it's just a notch below that. It's like in the Chippendale category, I think. Yeah, super. which solid again looking. is a great looking game. Yeah. So that's not knocking it in any way. No. Okay, so that's kind of, let's go and get to the gameplay. What do you think? Yeah, I yeah. I mean, I hope so because I have it written down on my notes Okay. Here. All right, so let's do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is the part where we go to the gameplay. Trevor, talk about the gameplay. <laughs> so speaking of smooth transitions, <laughs> yes. I'll speak about the gameplay now. <laughs> that's a good idea. Um, I think this game, and this is not a knock against the game, 
uh, let me get my, I guess I'm giving away some thoughts here. I guess the one big, not even negative, but like, I don't negative thing somebody could say about this game. Is there's not actually nothing original about it. So what I'm about to say, but I don't hold it against it, and I'll get to that when we talk about it later. But what I would say about this game is it plays very much to me like a cross somewhere between Chippendale Rescue Rangers and the Turtles Beat 'Em Up Spy Konami. Because to me, it's got more action and just, I mean, you're punching constantly. It's got more action than the Chippendale games, but it's still side-scrolling and it's got platforming like the Chippendale games. Yeah. So to me, it's like a mix between the two almost. It's, a, it's definitely an action platformer. I mean, I guess, obviously it's Konami, it's an action platformer. Yeah, I guess you yeah. can figure that out. But to me, and that is a very good thing, it's like a more action-packed Chippendale Rescue Rangers or a slightly less beat up Turtles. <laughs> I see what you're saying. I, mean, I totally get that. Feels to me. Yeah, I get that and totally 100% agree with it. Well, it, it's an action platformer. I guess the best way to put yeah. it. Uh, you, you get to choose between two different characters. One of them is, I don't know their actual monster in my pocket names, but one's Dracula and one's Frankenstein's monster. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get to, one of you one of use that, one is the other. Uh, it's a one player or a two player co-op game. We both played it both ways. I played it by myself, and then I came over here and we played it together. And it works exactly the same. It works exactly the yeah. same. Uh, I thought it's more fun with a friend, of course. I think, yep. obviously, it's going to be. But it's still fun by yourself. Mm-hmm. It's uh, you, gotta, you can jump, and you can uh, attack. And your attack yeah. is like a punch button. And that's pretty much the gist of it. And you can double jump. And you have a uh-huh. lot of control over your jump, we noticed. You know what? That might be... I might take my words back. That is... I mean, I can't think of many games from 92 or earlier definitely not many games on nes that had this double jump i mean it's common now but mario like even mario 3 there was no double jump right and this double jump i mean when i say you have control you really have control yes the, the but it's not floaty is, at all the the jumping mechanics are so good in this game i would have actually been cool with like a sequel that was like really intense platforming yeah because it's that double jump is pretty cool because it's you don't expect it. In fact, I totally forgot about it. The it just for an NES game, it just that actually does feel kind of unique because you can totally control your jump in midair. Yeah. But it, like Johnny just said, it's not floaty like some other games. And the the double jump is just neat because almost use it occasionally for platforming, but almost more than that, use it to dodge enemies. Yeah. Like to jump over low enemies and get behind their backs. It actually adds to the game. I really like that mechanic. I mean, it might sound silly talking about it now, but... I mean, it's to me, it was a standout of... Mm-hmm. Uh, the controls in this game were, to me, really good and tight. Yeah. Uh, I didn't feel... Anytime I was hit or or landed on a monster or something, mm-hmm. I felt it was either because I just didn't say it, or it was mm-hmm. my fault it wasn't because the game was cheating me. Yeah. That kind of thing. Uh, so, to me, the preciseness of the... of the, I mean, just of the all of the... Functions uh-huh. of this game are great. And not just the jumping, but the jumping just stands out. And that's a good point. I can't think of a single cheap hit I had in this game. Right. Like, I think it was my fault when I got hit. Just, I didn't... The only time I would yeah. say it was cheap is when, like, you're falling off of one thing to another part, and you just can't see what's underneath that's true, you. yeah. And you will sometimes land on people, uh, enemies that way, and you just mm-hmm. can't help it because you just can't see where you're going. Well, speaking of that, do you want me to go through the, the levels? There's not that many. Yeah, go ahead. Um, so... I will say, this is a short but sweet game, which is common for Konami. Yeah. And I've mentioned to you, I prefer that so much over your Bubsies and games that have so many levels that are boring. Yeah. Um, 
So the first level is called Monsters in My House, and it's in a house. Yeah, but remember, you're pocket-sized, mm-hmm. so everything's bigger to you. And this level totally is where I got the Chip and Dale vibe. Yes. It felt so much like the Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers games on the NES. Yes. In a good way. So yeah, you're jumping up plates and dishes and over burners and down steps, but it's cool. I told Johnny I love this kind of thing. It's just a set of steps, but because you're tiny, it's like a big leap of faith. Yeah. So it's kind of cool. Um, it's, it's a good place to start the game. Uh, big Trouble in the Kitchen. Oh, I guess I kind of combined those two in my head. Yeah. That's the second level. You're in a kitchen. Yeah. Yeah, Crisis in the Underground. I forgot how short. This was, I think, maybe my favorite part in the game. I don't know why. But the third level starts off, you're going down like this incline, and there's golf balls jumping at you. Yeah. And uh, I told Johnny, it's for the NES, I don't know how they did it, but the sound of the golf balls clanking on the cement is pretty dead on. <laughs> yeah, it really is. It sounds like a golf ball uh, falling and chasing you. Um, and then you jump. Or you fall down like into the, um, is that the sewer? Yeah, the sewers in that level. We should mention there is a boss at the end of each level, and they're not the hardest bosses, but they're pretty fun. Yeah, they're definitely fun. They're the type of bosses you just need to learn the patterns of them. Yeah. But it's fun to do that, I think. Right. I mean, most of them aren't. You know, some games will have a boss that, has, that are kind of cheap. Yeah. I don't think none of these were cheap. No. They had a set pattern, and they could get easy once you learn that. But they weren't cheap with it, I thought. Yeah, the I think the bosses were just about right. Like, none of them were none of them were pushovers. Right. But also, none of them, yeah, like you said, were overboard. Now, let's, let's go ahead and say we didn't fight the very last boss, but we got to the gauntlet before the boss. Right, so yeah. Yeah, as we continue level four. And there's no cheat codes that we could find for this game, so we legit made it. Yeah. To the end. And I do feel like we could have beat the game, we just stopped. Right, we just, you know, we don't have to beat the game, I don't think, to review right, it. Yeah. But we about did. Uh, four is Towering uh, towering Catastrophe. This is a cool level. This is where you're going, like, up the, the construction site. Yeah. And, like, there's this elevator thing that goes really fast. Oh, yes. Like, for the NES, it's pretty impressive. Yeah. How fast it's moving. Um, I don't remember exactly which boss came at the end of each level, so I guess we'll leave that for the the listeners to explore. Um, five is Oriental Illusion, which is another cool level. It's got like this outdoor Japanese garden section. Uh, the the cool effect in this, I love it when NES games did this because it wasn't expected. When you get inside and there's that like that rice paper, the uh-huh. screen doors, and they start busting through it. Yes, yeah. That's really Which cool. really, to me, gave a Ninja, Ninja Turtle vibe. Yeah. So. It really did. Stuff like that was definitely uh, using the Ninja Turtles. And then level six is Last Battle at Monster Mountain, which starts off like in a cave. With dinosaurs. With dinosaurs. Tyrannosaurus Rexes, which were monster in my pocket creatures. Yeah, that, that surprised me. I thought they were just, oh, why are they using dinosaurs now? Yeah, all the enemies, as far as I could tell or remember, are actually monsters from Monsters in My Pocket. And that, that's a cool thing, too. Yeah. If, if you love these toys, you got to love that there's such a variety of enemies, and yes. they're all the toys. It's, this game is a, kind of a love letter to the toys, really. It really is. But in a... Here's a comparison. When the Lego movie was being advertised, a lot of people were saying this is going to be such a terrible cash-in and it's just going to be an advertisement for Lego. Yeah. But it ended up being a phenomenal movie. Um, I think it was a phenomenal movie. Which, and it really shouldn't be. I'm not saying this is on that level. But this really should have just been a cheap advertisement for the toy. Yeah. But instead, it's I a think, love letter and a good I think way. what you're saying is they could have got away with a lot less. Yes. It didn't yeah. have to be a great movie. This didn't have to be a very, very right, good yeah. game. But yeah. it is. 
Um, so yeah, th- this sixth level though does something a lot of the turtles game also did. That's the gauntlet. Yeah, the gauntlet of all the bosses you've already fought. Yeah, which is where we died. Uh, we lost our last. Now we could have continued. It gives you several. It's actually. I feel like this game is very fair with the difficulty. Oh yeah, very much. Like so. um, you get three lives. You earn an extra life at five hundred points. You get continues. We still had continues left. Um, but yeah. we decided to stop. I want to say this, and you tell me if you agree with me or not. Of the games we played, I will just say for this month, but yeah, here recently, even not even just for this month, this was one of the. I don't want to say easier because it feels like it's degrading it almost. But it didn't feel near as difficult as some of the other ones we played. This game isn't Nintendo hard. Right. Um, I felt that the Gremlins 2 game, which we covered recently, had a very balanced difficulty. It only really got tough as you got towards the end. Yeah. But this game is easier than that one. Yeah. For sure. Yes. I think this is the easiest game we played lately, but it doesn't feel like you can just do it with your hands behind your back. Right. You still gotta you still gotta work for it. So yeah, and we well, yeah, this game to me feels perfect for this. Yeah, we have some listeners who like to play some of the old games with their kids now. Yeah, this game I feel is perfect for that. Oh yeah, it really is because it's not super frustrating. It's two player. Should I spoil? Technically, the the final boss battle who is Warlock. I don't think we even mentioned the story. That's the villain that you're yeah. going against. Yeah, the story really doesn't matter. Basically, I think Warlock's trying to shrink all the monsters that don't agree with him. Yeah. Very similar to, you know, I don't know, Shredder's trying to get Manhattan, right. but who knows. <laughs> but the final boss battle, there's there's a little part after that. I don't know if we should spoil it, because it's, I accidentally saw it when I was watching something. But there's a little, I'll just say there's something after the final boss battle that I thought was cool. Have you seen it? I don't think I have. I don't know what you're talking about. I mean, I don't know. We... I mean, our show technically is spoiler filled because this is, these are 20, 30 year old games. If you don't want to hear this part, then pause for five seconds. I mean, it's not that big of a deal. But after you beat the final boss, you're sitting down in front of the TV just relaxing again, which is how the game starts. Yeah. And the TV itself becomes a boss. Does it? Warlock is inside the TV. That's cool. <laughs> and that's, so there's another boss battle. That's awesome, so, actually. Yeah. That's, that's pretty fantastic. Yeah. But that's it. Um, six levels. Whoops, see you guys. Yep. <laughs> six <laughs> levels, seven boss fights. Short but sweet. But every one of them is different than the one before it. Yeah, every level I thought was really well done, too. Not a single one outstayed its welcome. That's right. Uh, they're Unlike on the short us. side, but yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> and uh, I talked a lot there, so I'm going to let you take it away with music, unless you have more to talk about with the gameplay. No, I think we kind of covered yeah. on the gameplay. Uh, we, I was telling you that we've gotten really lucky when it comes to music here lately for mm-hmm. games we've chosen. Except for maybe All Real Monsters, which was kind of lackluster in this. I didn't like the music in that one, but other than that, yeah. But we've gotten really lucky here lately with some of the music for these games. Mm-hmm. And it continued here. This music was great. It, I loved it. Uh, there was, goodness gracious, uh, I played the soundtrack for you on my phone, and it, there was so much different music in it. It was 15 minutes long, which to me feels like a lot of music for an NES game. For an NES game, it's quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, but... And here's my only but, and this is not at all a knock on it, in my opinion. It really will even more drive home the comparisons to Ninja Turtles and and Chippendale. Because the music sounds, I think, I feel like some of the tracks are directly, (laughs) I would say directly from the other games even. I tried to look this up. We can't be the first ones to notice this. I'm 90% sure the boss battle music in this game is the same as the boss battle music, I think it's Turtles 3 for the NES. If 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 they're not the same, they're very close extremely close yeah like yeah the, the same tunes everything um 
It was kind of cool, but I can tell they reused some assets. Uh, the music is from Hiro... I'm bad with names. Hiroshi Takayusa and Kozo Nakamura. Sorry for butchering that. I'm not going to say a lot about them because there's going to be quite a bit more about uh, Mr. Nakamura in the Bliss Quiz. He's one of my favorite wrestlers right now. <laughs> Shinsuke Nakamura. I'll agree with you, though. I really like the music. Yeah, it's very good. Was it the uh, Gauntlet level that especially had just really quirky, fun music? Yes, the that was the last music that we heard. Yeah. was probably my favorite of all of them. But all of yeah. the music, none of it was bad at all. All of it was very good, I thought. Right. I would say the music is very good to great. I agree. It's uh, every single track is solid, even the one that's shared with one of the Turtles games. Yeah, it might even be Hyperstone Heist. I don't know. There's definitely a Turtles game that has that boss music in it. Yes, yeah. I mean, I mean, that's the, that's the. We literally stopped at one point and said, "That's that's from the Ninja Turtles game, right?" <laughs> right, and not just a little bit of it. Like yeah. a straight ten second loop of it is the yeah. same. Yeah. So, anyways, but yeah, super solid music. Um, I would say in the top tier of NES soundtracks. I'd agree. All right, Trevor, anything else you want to say before we get into our review, our final scores? I guess not. I mean, the game is pretty short but sweet, so let's keep this short and sweet. All right, well, you got to go first because you want to go last on this Bliss Quiz. Yep. So, the you know, I'm tempted to, uh, to, to do two reviews, one for people who only are going to play this game single player, but I'm not going to because the game is what it is. You can play a single player or two player. I think it's very fun and very much worth playing either way. But do just keep in mind that I am giving the game a little nudge and score because I enjoy it so much as a two-player game. It would still get a very good review for me if it were single-player only, but um, it's just the kind of game I enjoy. You've got some platforming, which I love when it's done well. A lot of action. It's very simplistic. Um, like, it's more simplistic than... I don't know if it's more simplistic than Chippendale Rescue Rangers... But definitely not more complicated. It's it's in that line. It's it's just what it needs to be though. It's it's fun. It, it looks colorful. You want to see the next level. I feel like it's the kind of game that even after you beat it, it's going to be totally worth coming back to. Um, I was thinking about my review, which is obviously <laughs> what I'm doing right now. <laughs> That's a good idea. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the seven and a half out of ten. I think, I don't know, I feel like we started this trend where we're just, we're pretty tough critics. Because to some people, 7.5 out of 10 would be disappointing. But I'm... I'm I think it's a good score. I think it's, for us, with a 5 being average, for a game from 92, that's this simple, for me to say it's still 7.5 out of 10 today, uh, I have very, very good memories of this game, and I think it was totally worth the good memories. I think it's as good as I remember it. It's not, there's nothing complex about it. It is short. It's probably, some people compared to the big, the pantheon of NES games, some people would say this one's easy. But it's not like so easy that it's pointless. Yeah. It's not. Um, but it's very beatable. And very replayable. Um, it's the kind of game I think you can play through a couple times a year. You know, not every day. But, so yeah, I think a 7.5 out of 10. Because I just enjoy it that much. If it were single player only, if you really want to, my official score is 7.5. But I would say seven if you're never going to play this with anybody. Because it does add a little bit of fun when you're playing with a friend. Well, that's any game, though, to be fair. Right. And any, since, any game with right. co-op, I think it's I think if this game didn't have co-op, though, I would rate it a seven. 
which is still high. Right. Yeah. But it's seven and a half for me. Yeah. Because we've rated games less that should have been co-op. Yeah. Because they weren't co-op. Uh, okay. Everything you said, I cannot disagree with. It's all true. Uh, we loved this game growing up. And there's always a fear when there's a game that you really kind of held in a special place that when you play it when you're older that it might not hold up as much. Yeah. Thankfully, though, I felt this held up very well. I loved it when I played it by myself. It brought back a lot of memories, and it was still a good game. The, the controls are very good, I thought. One of the more precise controls I felt playing this. Uh, it looks great. It sounds awesome. But, like you said, the thing that really makes it stand out is a two-player co-op. And it does it very, very well. Mm-hmm. To the point where I feel like they probably went to this game with that being one of their main goals is to make this a two-player co-op game. Mm-hmm. Like, it wasn't just slapped on there. Right. Uh, so I really, really, really like this game quite a bit. You gave it a 7.5, mm-hmm. which I think is very good and very fair. I'm going to go a little higher. I've had 8 in my head this whole time, yeah. and I didn't feel anything knocking me off of that idea and perch mm-hmm. i'm gonna give it an eight and if this is a, a single player game it probably been a 7.5 yeah which is pretty amazing if you think about it that we would only knock it down that much it's solid enough it's good either way yeah uh it's definitely retro bliss approved 100 oh, yeah. percent. how much this is where we're going to get tricky though how much is this game going for unfortunately it's definitely retro bliss approved put the stamp on it yeah unfortunately you know when it comes to going out and buying the cartridge that's gonna have to be up to the listener the listener yeah you said that very well um i speak english <laughs> Because this game has gotten pricey. I think if you really look, you can probably get one for about $35. Yeah. But 40 to even $50 is the, the going <sighs> price. Yeah, that's tough. For cartridge only. This is... Okay. People may disagree with me on this. Any game, I don't care what the game is, when it gets to the $50 range, mm-hmm. it's always iffy to me. Even if it's a game that I absolutely love, like Monster in My Pocket. Mm-hmm. I have still yet to buy myself a copy of Ninja Turtles 3, for the NES, just purely because I know it's going to set me back thirty to forty clams, and there's worth- and I know it's worth it. I'm not even saying it's not yeah. worth it, but that's just a lot of money for me to put it. So here's game. what we get into when you're talking about this: the NES isn't quite like the Super Nintendo. Now, for the Super Nintendo, a lot of your great games are going to cost you fifty dollars. Yeah, but for the NES, there's not that many truly great games that are going to cost you that much. You can get the original Legend of Zelda for well under that. You can get. Mario Brothers 1, 2, and 3. You sound angry at yourself. Probably all together for less than $50. Yeah. I would say for sure. You can get um, Turtles 3 is around the same price as this game. So you got to ask yourself, compared to all those, I would say if you have all those and you're a collector and you like having the cartridge, this is worth it more than a lot of other games because it actually is cool as a collectible because it's based on a cool toy and it holds up as a game. So for me, it's worth it if you're a collector who actually also plays the games. Yeah. But if you're just looking to play the game, that's a lot of money to ask for what actually is a simple game that takes like an yeah. hour to beat. And we're not going to, we don't, when it comes to these older games, there's other ways you can find to play. Right. Them. Everybody knows. Yeah. yeah. There's, it's not, a, it's not even illegal to, to find other ways to play this game. Yeah. So I would say just find a way to play it. I think but, it definitely needs to be played. Yeah. I would encourage anybody to play it. And I think at the very least, you'll at least appreciate for what it is, even if you don't like it. Okay, so Retro Bliss approved. Yep. Uh, Trevor, when we said we were going to play Monster in My Pocket, we of course left this up to for some fan feedback. Yep.
every single time before we were supposed to pause so we could put some music in. Goodness gracious, that's going to be. Number <sighs> There's plenty one. of time for the music. Oh, for crying out loud! You're annoying. Oh, for Pete's sake! <laughs> so uh, for Legend of Zelda, I'm trying to pull this up. Yep, I really that's am. What? Never mind. Yeah, he's doing this slowly yep. but surely. So I don't think we had any comments on Twitter. Shocker. Yep. So yeah, every single time before we post an episode on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, I'll post about the episode and ask for your comments and feedback. Um, so on Instagram, uh, as I get here very smoothly with no transition, <laughs> we had actually some comments. Hey, <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa! Let's get into it. So on Instagram, I asked for feedback about the game or the toys. Monster in my pocket. Right. Quill Gaming said I had heaps of these toys as a kid. Got some free and cereal Frosties. Yeah, they came in cereal at some point too as well. I don't know if Quill Gaming is what country he's in, but do you think Frosties are like Frosted Flakes? I'd assume. That's I what I assume. Because I don't know what Frosties are, but it probably is. It's and either he, that or he's got some great ice cream over there from Wendy's. Yeah. <laughs> or the other. And then he said he got some for his birthday, uh, but he never played the video games. So I'm, I'm just going to tell you, Quill Gaming, if you listen to this podcast, uh, yeah. which I doubt. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I doubt it. But uh, if you love the toys as a kid and you have big memories, I think you're just going to yeah. really love this game. Like we said before, this yeah. game's a love letter to these toys. It really so. is. Untitled Omnibus said, is this a ripoff of Pocket Monsters? Was it Pocket Monsters from Pokemon? Isn't that just the Japanese name for Pokemon? I think so. And no, it's very different to me. Yeah. The only thing is similar is that you, if you're talking about the toys, you do collect them. Right. You know, I'm wondering though. But the games are very different. I assume he's talking about Pokemon, unless there's something else like a toy. No, that's that's definitely Jeff. Okay. That's what I'm okay. fairly certain of this. Well, I'll not analyze it anymore then. Yep, don't. So, Mick Thompson 82, also known as Mickle Thompson. Mickle? Mickle Thompson. <laughs> I like that name. I always say Mickle. his last name wrong, so now I'll say his first name wrong. Yeah. So, Mickle Thompson. Because that's how we do things around here. Oh, he told uh, Untitled Omnibus, Omnibus that he's pretty sure these win by a few years. And yeah, the, these toys yes. came out in 90. One, so yeah, I believe they were before even the Pokemon, uh, the first Pokemon, if I'm yeah. not mistaken. Uh huh. So take that Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta catch. All right. So, uh, oh, then uh, Michael Thompson. Ooh, I think he just said his name right. Yep, Pokemon. I don't know what to do with that. Uh, he said that right now his mother is packing to move, and he's desperately hoping that the monsters surface among the packing. So, Michael, I really hope you uh, you were able to get those. Yeah, if you cool. find those, send us a picture because I want to see these things. Yeah, that's yeah. Please do seriously. Yeah, we're gonna post a picture of these at some point. I assume if you put it on our Instagram or messages or whatever, I'll definitely post it. I don't know why you'd want that, but we'll do it. I want it. So, no, I mean, I don't know why he would want us to post it on. Oh, our I see what account. you're saying. Oh, you're putting us down again. Putting okay. us down, not okay. him. All right, yeah. gotcha. Yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> Oh, uh, so Untitled Omnibus said that he was just testing you. <laughs> so, uh, uh... You're reading this conversation. I just realized that all these comments are a conversation. Yep. I'm less excited now that we had six comments. Oh, for crying out loud. So Purple Dungeon Squid said he forgot about this. Or she. Facebook. Yeah. Facebook comments. Let's go there. <laughs> wow, that was... Sorry, that was rough. Uh, oh, man. This show has come to a complete halt. <laughs> Hey, you can read the comments next time. No, I'm pulling doing, them up. You're doing a great job. I'm pulling them up. Yeah. Let's, come on. We need some music. For, he's pulling them up. He's pulling them up. Look at Trevor. He's pulling them up. Our, you got a quote? There it is. He'll say the quote because we're trying to fill some time. So on Facebook, 
Um, yeah, read all that. Go ahead. <laughs> so Trevor Franklin <laughs> said, recording delayed. Keep the comments coming. <laughs> you just refer to yourself on the first yep. person. All right. Just so, sure. All right. So Andrew Coed, good old friend Coed Cood. I'm going to take a drink while you're doing this. Say, good choice, gentlemen. I'm glad you chose to review this game. I've been looking to add this to my collection for a while. I remember reading this as a kid, and my buddy was not nearly into it as I was. Your buddy's dumb. He kept wanting to play other games, and I kept forcing him to play it with me. That's because you're the smart one, Andrew. Great co-op. Awesome monster designs. And I love being the size of an action figure running around the house. That I, was kind of cool. They, I totally agree. Uh, it was like my imagination come to my, life. It was like your what? My, 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 my <laughs> imagination come to life. I, I never beat it, but it is one I want to play with my son. Well, there you go. That's exactly yeah. what we said. Yeah, isn't it? that's where I got that from. Remember? Oh, well. I think you have I said no that. original ideas. Nope. Okay. So, yeah, awesome. Definitely play it with your son. Have you read my poetry? Nope. <laughs> one of them's called The Telltale Heart. Oh. <laughs> Then he said, I hope you guys enjoy it, and my memories of it are not overhyping it in my own mind. Well, if you've seen how harsh we are on games, I think a seven and a half and an eight shows we really, really, really enjoyed this game. That's right. Holy cow, there's a lot here. Um, You brought us on yourself. Oh, I am going to say this just because it gets to mock you a little bit. Andrew Coed then responded to his own message, and he said, I hope this is not too long for you to read on the show, (laughs) or I'll have to work on sound bite-sized comments going forward. And then there's a long conversation about how you're going to make me read it. John Lewis said... How did he know? He's like, yeah. He's I, a witch! That's, <laughs> witch! Because <laughs> I did read it, and uh, I didn't re- remember that. That's yeah. weird. I didn't make you read it. Yeah. John Lewis said that was... Well, <laughs> I don't know if that's completely appropriate. But <laughs> What's this like? What do you think? Yeah, go ahead. That's okay. It's, it's PG. That's what that was in your pocket. I yeah. thought you we were just happy to see me. Yeah, that's a great joke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was running about you because sometimes my filter's not great. <laughs> so there. Sorry, that was long-winded. Um, we like to record after I work a night shift and I'm loopy because we're smart. Yeah, that's what we do. Did you have any comments on your personal page? Nope. Okay. All right. Well. I got a confession. Well, you didn't post it. I didn't post I it on my personal page. So, <laughs> that's fine. Wait, were you trying to get... You try to call me out. No, as I said, I, I just kind of knew you didn't. Yeah, but I finished I, the sentence. I'd also kind of forgotten until like literally just now that I should. Do. So I tell you what, after we're done recording, I'll post it and see what people say. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. So, <laughs> um, because I'm tired of talking and yeah. I'm tired of this podcast, let's just do just a commercial. I agree with that. Roll that commercial right now. Will you be the one to witness the birth of the incredible Nintendo Entertainment System? The one to play with Rob, the extraordinary video robot, batteries not included. He helps you tackle even the toughest challenge. Will you be the first to raise the incredibly accurate Zapper and play games like Duck Hunt or action-packed Hogan's Alley and high-flying Kung Fu, each sold separately? Will you be the one to experience the Nintendo Entertainment System? Comes with Rob, Zapper, Control Deck, two controllers, Gyromite, and Duck Hunt. Yeah. All right, Trevor. Wow. Now that that commercial's out of the way and we paid our bills, it's time for everybody's favorite Mm -hmm. segment, and that is, hey, we're quitting Retroblist. It's done. It's over. We're done. See y'all. See you guys. Hey, Chris, record me walking out. This is me walking out, and then just slam the door. Slam. I got an idea before we quit. What's that? Let's do the British quiz.
so I gotta go first because yep. whatever you've got planned, you're awfully giddy about. So here we go, Trevor! I've been planning this Bliss Quiz for weeks because I thought we were recording this episode early. Alright, all of my questions are based on uh, words monster, I guess is the best way to put it. Yes. You ready? Number one, The Monster Mash. You know the song? Monster the Monster Mash. Mash. It was a graveyard smash. Alright, it was a graveyard smash. Which of these following things about the song Monster Mash is false? I'm going to give you three things. Only one of them is not true. Are you ready? Number one, it reached number one in the United States. Number two, it was banned in the United Kingdom for being too morbid. Number three, it stayed number one in the U.S. for three months. Months. Months? I feel like it's a trick question, but I'm going to say it was banned in the U.K. Incorrect. It really was for that reason. Oh, so which one was you false? Did, you did a Johnny. You uh, pulled a Johnny. I was picking that as a true one. Oh, uh, dadgummit! You do, you do like I do when I'm trying to pick something that's Wait a cheap. Minute. No, I worded it right. Yeah, but so I got it wrong because I said that was. Yes, you're supposed to pick the one that wasn't true. That was not. Oh, true. which one was not true then? That's correct. You're yeah. Supposed to pick the false. No, I mean one. which one wasn't true? Oh, you're asking me which one was not. Yeah, true. which one oh, was sorry. the correct answer? <laughs> Okay. Yay, retro list. <laughs> right. It never stayed number one for three months. Oh, so it was number one for a while. Yeah, it was A and B Shoot. were both correct. I was trying to pick the true one and I messed up. Okay. Well, that, you just pulled what I usually do yep. when you give me all your That's your what questions. I get. Yep, karma. So, I'm going to give you some motivation. Okay, I need that. Because in this little bag, uh oh, I have three prizes you can win. Uh-oh. That it can't even get out of the bag. Yeah. <laughs> it must be good. <laughs> They're stuck in there. <laughs> this is great. So, for each question you get right... Oh, there's a monster? You can win a monster. Okay. A monster in my pocket. All right. Ugh. So, I legit get to have these if I get this yes. right. Okay. All right. Oh, I really want that one. The Weeping so, Angel. You got three different monsters here. I don't know the names of any of them except for the Weeping Angel, trademarked. Yeah. Um, <laughs> for every question you get right, you get to take a monster in your pocket. Oh, okay. I'm ready for this. So, uh... I just realized how much of a child I am. Mm-hmm. I was excited to actually have a prize for today, and it's literally a toy from 1991. Yeah. But that's that's fine. But does that make me worse that I really want to win this? Nope. <laughs> so which of these games were not composed by Kozo Nakamura? Okay. So he was one of the two composers for right. this game. I remember that. And uh, Which one did he not compose? Right. Okay. All I'm going to say is there's really, because there's actually something on the line, I'm not going to give any answers away, but there's really not any trick questions this time. So don't read too much into any of them. Okay, gotcha. They just are what they are. <laughs> All right, so which of these games did he not compose? Okay. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the arcade game. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3, Manhattan Project. TMNT 4, Turtles in Time. TMNT, Hyperstone Haas. Or Batman Returns. I'm going to say Batman Returns. Yep. Oh, I get a monster. So, all Konami games... Um, so he was totally uh, the guy that did all those Turtles games that we said that one. So, so it yeah. makes sense. Yeah, it does. So yeah, pick out a monster. I'm going to get this gooey guy. So he looks like a big pile of mucus. Yep. Good okay. choice. Now here we go. Trevor, number two. Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, the book, uh-huh. uh, is considered a literature classic. A literary classic is probably yeah. a better way to put that. Uh, which of these things is false? So remember that you're picking the one that is not true again. Okay. You want the one that's false. A, uh, it was originally slammed by the critics. Hmm. B, it was considered the first science fiction novel. C, it was banned from 45 schools across the U.S. 
Or D, Mary Shelley wrote it as a teenager. Which of these is wrong? It's not true. Can you read them through really quick again? I uh, phased out. I literally phased out for half of those. That's how good these questions are. Uh-huh. Uh, it, was, <laughs> it was originally slammed by critics. It was considered the first science fiction novel. It was banned in 45 schools across the United States where Mary Shelley wrote it when she was a teenager. I need to pick the false one? The one that's false. Okay. And now I want you to read the thing you were talking about, like the title of the thing. Like, what was the question itself? (laughs) When I said I phased out for half of it, I actually didn't hear any of it. (laughs) So what are we talking about? Like, what's the book or whatever? I kind of hate that I pay attention to you and you don't pay attention to me whatsoever. (laughs) Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. I just got lost in thought of what trying to not pay attention. Oh, Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. Okay. The book. The book itself. I want to say that the false thing. (laughs) Yes. I'm going to say it was that it was uh, the first one. <laughs> nope. Okay. It was never been in 45 schools that I know of. Oh. That's what I made up. That's the first one I thought of. I thought it sounded real. Okay. No, just to make you feel better, I did that to my wife yesterday, and I wasn't even trying to, and I couldn't even tell her what I was thinking about because I don't remember thinking about anything. <laughs> but how long? She was give, She was really telling me a story from her day. It was like a minute. And then I felt horrible. Because she laughed at the end of it, so I knew it was a funny story. Did you laugh too? No, I looked over at her and... Oh, you just laugh anyway. I know, yeah. I thought about it. I was like, I really hate to say this, and don't be mad, but I, I just totally blacked out there. I don't know anything you just said. <laughs> like, and that, that, I don't know. So, this might be the end of Retro Bliss, because I may not remember who Johnny is tomorrow. <laughs> so, your second question. All right. So, this is appropriate, since you have a chance to win another figure. Yeah, I'll actually try to pay attention, because I want to win prizes. Yeah. That's you got what to give I'm me prizes if you want me to listen that's to what you. Okay. That's, what, that's what you need to do every time you want me to listen. Yeah. Throw me peanuts. <laughs> so which figure, and this one, it's a little tricky, but it's not a trick question. Which figure was included exclusively with the Monsters in My Pocket video game? Oh, okay. It I know they did this, but I don't remember what the figure was. So I'll have some hints for you. It wasn't um, anywhere in the game, but it's the only place you could get the actual figure. And it's featured apparently prominently on the cover. And I don't even know which one it is, but you're welcome to look at the cover of the game because I have it here. Okay. Um, so this figure actually came in the box. You know the little styrofoam? I'm talking to listeners now. You can keep studying. Okay. There's a little styrofoam uh, thing that holds the NES cartridges in. It was like shortened, and then they put this figure in there snug beside it. I just love that. That would have totally taught me into buying the game as a Oh, kid. yeah. Yeah. But so he's featured apparently on the cover. Um, and... But he was nowhere in the game. And then I do have four choices for you. Alright, what are they? So you got Werewolf, Gollum, Bleemies, and Swamp Beast. Um, I guess I'll give you a clue because I had to look up. I knew what most of these were. Yeah, what's a Bleemies? Bleemies is like a kind of a headless man, but I wouldn't read too far into that because I don't think any of these look quite like what they're supposed to. Yeah. Um... I will also tell you that the werewolf, golem, bleemies, or swamp beast, none of them were actually in the game. But one of them was a figure in the game that came with the game. Okay. Well, I'm starting to think none of those, I think, were actually in the game. I don't remember there being a werewolf in the game at all. No, none of the uh, A lot of the monsters didn't make it into the game. Um, I'm, I don't, I actually don't know this one at all. I'm going to go with the last one. Swamp beast? Yeah. No, it was bleemies. That's the other one I was thinking it was. Got it. <laughs> yeah, so... I was trying to look to see which one it would be, though, because none of these are headless. Nope. 
I think it must be that big green dude on the front because his head is sort of in his body if you look at it. But he's not headless. He has a head. No. I'm looking at it right there. But I think I looked up. This is actually apparently a mythological creature. And I think they did have a face, but it was like on their chest. All right, Trevor. Yeah. Try to pay attention this time. All right. All right. Uh, if you get this right, I will let you keep one of those two remaining figures. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm going to list you three movies. Yeah. I'm going to tell you a little about each one. And you got to tell me out of those three movies, which one has the higher IMDb score. Okay. All right. Ready? Uh, movie number one. I Married a Monster from Outer Space. Came out in 1958. The... T- the tagline says, uh, <laughs> I'm trying to say this. <laughs> this is why you're laughing earlier, isn't it? <laughs> the tagline to the movie, I Married a Monster from Outer Space, is uh, Shuddery Things from Beyond the Stars, Here to Breed with Human Women. <laughs> oh my goodness. For a 1958 movie? Woo! Okay. okay. All right. Never. Mo- <laughs> It was a monster on the campus. This also came out in 1958. Wow. The blood of a primitive fish <laughs> exposed to gamma rays causes a benign research professor to r- turn into a monster. Wow. Okay. And, of course, the third movie is The Beach Girls and the Monster. It came out in 1965. The, <laughs> the synopsis of this, uh, surfers are being brutally murdered. Is the culprit a sea monster or is it just one of the te- one of the teens' jealous parents? <laughs> wow! So, Trevor, was it I married a monster from <sighs> outer space, monster on the campus, or the beach girls and the monster? Which one has the higher rating? I think it's the first one. You are correct. Yeah, you got it right. You get to keep one of your two toys there that you wow. bought yourself in the first place. Uh, I married a monster from outer space. Got a six point four. Wow! A monster on the campus got a five point eight, and of course, the beach girls and the monster got a whopping two point eight. Wow. Yep. The winner. So. Thanks for paying attention that time. So did I get one of your questions right? You got that last one right. Is that all the last one? But you get to keep one of your two toys. Well, you have a chance to beat me and get another toy. Mm. Because you've already got one right. That's right. I'm very excited about this final question. I had to look it up just to make sure it was true. It is. Okay. All right. So. Monster in My Pocket was never released in Japan or in Asia, period. The game. Oh, okay. Which is funny because it's obviously a Japanese-made game. Yeah. Um, however, it was rebranded as a different game, and it was basically just a ROM hack that swapped out the two characters, and and it was no longer called Monster in My Pocket. But it was officially released there. Um, Still by Konami? I, yeah, as far uh, as I know. Okay. Yeah, I mean, they made it. So and it, basically all they did was change out the characters. So what was the name of the game in Asia? A, Goblin House, B, Pico and Rico, or C, Batman and Flash? I really want it to be Batman and Flash. I want it to be that more than anything. Uh, What was the first one? Goblin House, Goblin House, Pico and Rico, or Batman and Flash? I don't know who Pico and Rico are. I'm sure those are two famous so characters. You may or may not know that 90% of the time, well, I can't say that. I'm just saying I'm not above making stuff up. Okay. <laughs> I, I like to make stuff up. <laughs> I know you do. I made you up. <laughs> yeah, I'm not real. Uh-uh. Uh, Goblin, I'm going to go, man, my gut was, I'm going to go Batman and Flash because that's what I want it to be. Batman and Flash? That's probably wrong. That's it. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I wanted it to be. I had to look this up to make sure it's true. I want to play this now. You can play an emulated version of it now, but it was officially 
I looked up testimonials of people who had it, and they thought it was a legit Batman game. So, when I say nothing was changed except for the characters, I mean literally nothing was changed except the characters, and occasionally they replaced the word monster with Batman. <laughs> so, the first level... So, is Batman in my pocket? It's Batman in my house. <laughs> Instead of monster in my house, it's Batman in my house. <laughs> then all the other levels have the same titles until the last level is called... Instead of Last Battle at Monster Mountain? Batman Mountain? Yep. Last Battle at Batman Mountain. So is he fighting the monsters still, or that they put other things his in His villain is still Warlock. Okay. It refers to him as his arch nemesis. Oh, which he's not. Which he's not. Yeah. They change nothing else, except also the levels are the same, the music's the same, but it is Batman and Flash. You get to play as both of them as a two-player game. <laughs> and uh, it's hilarious, because why why they, not, apparently the- they were shrunk. But they didn't even change the story at all. But why is it Batman and Flash? Wasn't it like Batman and Robin? I don't know. I don't <laughs> I mean, know. Don't get me wrong. Flash is a popular comic character too. But so let me read the ending screen. Okay. For Batman and Flash. <laughs> you defeated your arch rival, the Sinister Warlock. Peaceful days will now return to Batman and Bat peopled. <laughs> That's what it says. <laughs> Bat peopled. <laughs> what is that word? Supposed I don't even Bat people wouldn't make sense. <laughs> no. But it says Bat peopled. <laughs> What's that word even I don't know. Oh, man. So, I love this game, but that has to be the laziest translation I've ever seen. But I will say, it makes me want to play it. (laughs) And it's, you have to look it up, it's legit Batman and Flash. Oh, yeah. In this game. Well, I see why you're laughing. That's pretty great. I want to check this out. I'm assuming there's videos on, I'm assuming, I'm assuming there's videos on the YouTube for this. Oh, yeah. All right, Trevor, that's been... A monster in my pocket for so the, 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 the final system. twist is uh-huh. uh, you get to take both those monsters home. I was going to anyway okay. when you weren't looking. Thank you, okay. sir. So, Trevor, this has been a monster in my pocket for the Nintendo Entertainment System. Yet another game for Retro Scare Month that I think has been really well scored by us. Yes. So, three out of four is not too bad. But let's go ahead and announce before you get to that. I know I haven't forgotten. <laughs> I <Let's>, keep. <laughs> You keep you keep assuming I forget. Things. I keep like you're wrapping up, and I always have to show you things so you don't forget. But you, I was gonna, I'm uh, just gonna let you do it because you got it. I was gonna, <laughs> I've had more sleep than you. All right. Uh, I was going to say, uh, let's go ahead and announce what the next week's game is, and oh, yeah. then we're going to do our shoutouts. So next week's game, not many people have heard of. And it's a small game. Nobody's... You know, we've we've done some small ones. This one's definitely a small. Oh, no, it's probably one of the l- least heard of them all. I bet. Uh, Castlevania. Castle what? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so, no, yeah, Castlevania, the original for the, the NES. The very first one. It's a big game. So, what better way to end out Scare Month? Retro Scare Month. Retro Scare Month. <laughs> then with Castlevania. Yep. So, that's what we're playing next week uh, for next week's episode. Stay tuned for that. And, uh, of course, now it's time to give all those wonderful, awesome people who, for whatever reason, have decided to support us and our endeavors here on Retro Bliss the shout-out that they so deserve. Trevor, take it away. So, our Patreon donors... Michael Thompson, 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 Thompson. That was good. I like that. You want to do the next one? No. All right. <laughs> Mike Vito. Oh, you got to do it better now. He deserves better. Mike Vito. Oh, I like that. Do this next one. Five dollars. Do this next one. In your Frankenstein was. <laughs> Andrew Cohen. <laughs> Thank you, Andrew Cohen. Caleb Dixon. Up to bat. I'd, I'd got nothing. Yeah. Should have so, planned this out. If they should have planned yeah. it out. We're sorry for all you who... Uh, can we delete the last half of the episode? Nope. Oh. No, I'm going to stick with it. I'm sorry. sorry. 
Thanks for donating, guys. We definitely appreciate it. And remember, if you yourself too, you that's a good sentence right there, don't you think? You yourself too. If you yourself too as well also want to donate to us, our show, Richard Bliss, just Why go to. Why in the world would you do that? Do what? Donate to us? Yeah. That's a good question. I'm not giving us a freaking dime. But Sorry, continue your thought. It was a good thought. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just go to Patreon and search for Retro Blist. You will find us there. Uh, we appreciate all that. Trevor, what are the tiers? The first tier is a dollar. And what do you get for that dollar? <laughs> a shout out. Oh, yeah. Which you just heard how great that was. We'll do better next time. Or not. That's probably about what you should expect. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Trevor, tier two is five dollars. And what do you get for five dollars? A shout out. Oh, and, and that's it. And nope. tiers, oh. <laughs> you get to vote on a game we play every month. That's right. You get to suggest a game, and then we'll pick from those games suggested. And by vote, we don't mean pick from a list. We mean you literally throw out any game. Yeah. And it could is be Is there a game that you really want us to cover? Then yep. this is your chance for that. It's a real good chance it'll happen. Yes, that's and true. And then the $10 tier. Oh, Trevor, there's a third tier? Yep. There is a third tier. Yep. A $10 tier? Nobody's going to give $10 a month to us. What happens when that happens? Especially when our $10 donor tells everybody he's not got anything yet. Oh, has it? Did he do that? Did he tell you that? No, we, I'm just saying he hasn't got anything yet. <laughs> I know he hasn't because we haven't said it yet. No, I know. I know. But it's coming. We it's promise. It's coming, yep. It's inevitable. What's he going to get for this? So he gets the shout out. Uh-huh. He gets a vote on the game we cover every month. That's right. And and original, one-of-a-kind artwork. By the guy who's not the artist of us two, and that's Trevor. Right. And I'll also throw in some art because that's what I do. Johnny will throw in some real art. <laughs> and, uh, hey, you know what? What? Hey. I got some stuff sitting over there that uh, might even be extra stuff for our I was about to say, maybe a little monster in my pocket kind of stuff. <laughs> what do you think? What are you thinking? It just depends if I want to part with any more. That's right. I probably put you on the spot there. Yeah. I'm sorry about that. That's but what thanks, we do. Thanks for donating to us, guys. <laughs> we definitely appreciate it. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, you, of course, this show itself will always be free, and we appreciate all the feedback and love that we get from everybody. Thanks, guys and ladies. And uh, what a, who, uh, monsters, monsters in my pockets. And ghouls and ghosts that listen to us. We appreciate it. And hey, that's, of course, what? Did you hear that? What's that? It's the microwave bell. Microwave? Our monsters and my hot pockets are done. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're going to go get some pepperoni. I'm so fat. Uh, yeah, you are. Yeah. Look at me. I'm, a, I'm, I'm fat, too. <laughs>